Hi, we're Mel and Emily, licensed estheticians and co-founders of The Skin Distillery. Welcome to The Lounge, a show about two SD besties who will have a cocktail or two and converse about their journey in the treatment room. We're hoping our experiences can make you laugh, relate, or educate you on something you didn't know. Today's episode is Meme Please. So you guys, we had a really awesome voice message from Jasmine this week, and we're going to play her voice message, and then we're going to answer her questions. Hi, Emily and Mel. My name is Jasmine. I'm Faces by Jasmine on Instagram. Um, I recently listened to your rebrand of The Lounge, and I am super, super excited for all that's in store. I also recently, a few days ago, listened to your People Want Fluff Facials episode, and it was something I really needed to hear because that's the type of service I offer. Um, I offer, you know, corrective results, but at the same time, we do incorporate a lot of that fluff and relaxation. So oftentimes, I find that most of my clients are only coming in every three to four months instead of every four to six or even four to eight weeks. Um, How do you go about training your clients and helping them understand the importance of coming in every, you know, every month or so? It's something that I've been struggling with and they do take care of their skin at home, but I want to get them in more often. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Oh my word. Okay. That is (laughs) a great question. First of all, thank you so much, Jasmine, for sending that in. It's so fun to hear feedback and just different things that other estheticians kind of have to navigate because, hello, I think we've all been in this position where it's like, how do we educate our clients on the importance of coming back? And so obviously with our studio, and I think this applies um, to everybody who's an esthetician, we have the 2080 rule. So I'm glad that they're doing a lot of at home care, 80% of transformation happens at home, 20% happens in studio. So to me, it, it kind of sounds like you are training them well to do at home routines, which is amazing. But then it's like, okay, you would love to see them come a little bit more frequently than, you know, once every three months or so, right? So Mel, what's your thoughts on all of this? I would love to hear your input first. Okay, one, I'm just like so excited we had a voice message and I'm hoping to get more of these. So Jasmine, um, I'm really glad you love the fluff facial episode because um, here are a couple of things like my takeaway to kind of get people to be more consistent. And this is not the face reality clients because they know it's like a boot camp, right? So these are my clients that I see, I would say between four weeks, six weeks or eight weeks. And one of the biggest things that I always do is at the end of their appointment, like when I'm checking them out, I literally say, um, are you wanting four weeks, six weeks or eight weeks? And if they're repeat clients, I know like they come every eight weeks, you know, I know they come every six weeks, but like you kind of just have to phrase it that way because, and then I, what I say to them is I'd like to pre-book you now because if I don't one, you won't be able to probably get in especially at the desired time that works for you. So let's pre-book something today um, because if we don't, I can't guarantee what I'll have available and you know what's going to happen. Then you're not going to be able to get in and it's going to keep getting pushed out and pushed out. Yeah. So I kind of create this like urgency, but mm-hmm. in a really um, non like aggressive way. And I also say like, if you, if for some reason like you um, 
just don't know yet, like, that's fine too. But like, for our books, I only have my books open to the public 45 days out. And so then that's where they're kind of, they kind of have to pre-book with me. Otherwise, like, they're very limited to spots. And so again, creating that urgency, creating that Absolutely. And I think too, it also begins like right away. So when you have them in the studio for the very first time, a lot of times they're going to ask you like, well, how often should I come back? And that's when it's your time to shine and tell them exactly what you want to see from them. And so if it's once a month, you're going to say, I would love to see you in here once a month. And you can kind of explain how, you know, we are as estheticians are what help to troubleshoot things when they pop up we help prevent things and really kind of take it as like a preventative method where it's like the longer in between appointments are the more we're gonna have to repair the more we're gonna have to extract you know you can put your own phrase to it but just by letting them know seeing me monthly or seeing them however often you would like to it kind of just gives them um, a sense of like understanding that this is actually important so next time I'm in it's a smoother process there's less extractions like we're just kind of yeah yeah we're We're like maintenance like think of your vehicle you have to get oil changed every so many miles right so like your face is the same way like yes you can be doing everything at home but like stuff comes up stress Mm -hmm. lifestyle maybe some sun damage that you weren't expecting maybe you get pregnant like a lot of things can happen in between appointments. And if you're seeing them more regularly, you can actually troubleshoot or change products that are going to better be more efficient for them, right? Like if I only see exactly. once a year, a lot of shit's gone on in once a year and they might need totally different products. One, because of the time of the year, winter versus summer, maybe they moved, maybe they have a new job, maybe they're pregnant now. So mm-hmm. like, I, I think a rule of thumb is they should really see you at least four times a year minimum, because then you're at least going to have a like quarterly checkups. But I think for like to be more profitable as an esthetician, eight weeks is kind of a really a good number Um, at the longest. You should really like stretch it out and then, you know, four or six weeks between there. So I have some clients that come every eight weeks because they also do like a lash lift with it and a brush. It kind of works out perfect every eight weeks for them. Mm -hmm. Um, And that to me is really nice. Plus my books are fuller now. So it's kind of nice to have people spread out between eight weeks versus once a month. But if you're still trying to get your books fuller, I mean, I have clients that come see me once a month because one, this is another reason what you got to push is the fluff. They personally come see me because they literally want the lymphatic drainage massage on their face. They want the massage on their decollete. They want the massage on their scalp. Like they're coming in for a relaxation once a month. They like it better than a body massage. Um, so they come get a facial. So if, if the other two reasons don't work for them, you just got to pimp yourself out to the point where they're like, (laughs) Oh my God, Mel's Mel has the best touch. Like I can't wait to come in her and come to her studio and be like totally distressed, you know? So exactly. And you just figure out what works for you and really don't be afraid to talk about it. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Exactly. Any other tips on that, Emily? I feel like we crushed it. I think so too. And obviously every client is going to be different. You know, their skin, you see their skin and you just have to kind of hear them out and really understand like maybe why they're not coming as frequently as you want and um, take it from that approach too. Cause sometimes people are just at different places, spaces and yeah, exactly. Maybe they're traveling. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's about knowing your clients. It's about communication and really like, 
the clients that you want are the ones that are going to return and you know who those people are. So um, I think between the two of us, we gave some pretty good input there. (laughs) Love it. Um, And this is a reminder, any ex who's listening to our podcast, like we love voice memos. We will play you on our episode and we will give you our best responses that come to mind and to definitely shoot us a voice message. Yeah, we would love to hear from you. All right. Thanks, Jasmine. Thanks, Jasmine. You're awesome. All right. So with every episode, we have a drink of choice. And today we are doing something a little bit different. It's like a... What's it called? Well, it's affogato, but it's a little different than a classic affogato. Because with classic affogato, it's just espresso shots over the... Oh. uh, Over the... With cream, though. There's like usually cream still. No, normally Normally. it's just ice cream. Oh, it's ice cream and then affogato on top of it. And you can make it, you know, various like versions, but that's typically traditionally how it's done. And then with this version today, we have like coffee liqueur and cream liqueur over ice cream. It's a black cherry chocolate ice cream. Is that right? So it's a vanilla ice cream, but it's a dark chocolate cherry amaretto Amaretto. ice cream. Yes. With a coffee liqueur poured over it. Yep. With I did Dasani, uh, yeah, Dasani, Dasani, um, cream decor, cream liqueur, liqueur over it, yes. Which normally you could do like an espresso shot, and you could do like an Irish cream Bailey's. I mean, it's pretty straightforward, and you can change out the ice creams. You could do like a mint chocolate chip, which would be amazing. Oh yeah, you could do anything. But I saw the dark chocolate amaretto cherry vanilla ice cream. I was like, that would be really good. I think oh, I'm really excited to try this. So um, okay. we are gonna dive in. I'm. Definitely been sitting for a little bit. Ice, ice creams oh, yep. definitely getting a little, <laughs> a little out of control. <laughs> it's soupy. Okay, hold on. Mm, that's good though. Is it? Oh my god, okay. so bad. Oop, this is messy. I might need a straw. Okay, hold on. It's freaking amazing. This is one of my favorite desserts of all time. I get it whenever I go to like an Italian restaurant. Yeah. Um, Emily just stole away the whole yeah. um dessert cup, and yeah. she is going town on it. Mm-hmm. My first bite got a big chunk of the dark chocolate mm-hmm. with it, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go in again. Mm-hmm. I think the ice cream I chose was a good choice. It was an excellent choice. And then getting, like, the cherry bites. Yep. That's oh, my God. Oh, it's really good. I might have put too much liquor to ice cream ratio, or I let it sit too long, but I'm not mad about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really good. We're also getting hungry, so <laughs> the way we're going to town on this, definitely. Uh, yeah. Hot damn. Mm-hmm. The chocolate. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to tell you. It was Target's ice cream. It was like in a little container. It's van- And I don't like oh. chocolate ice cream. So it was vanilla ice cream with dark chocolate chunks, cherry, and like amaretto flavoring. And it is mm. freaking dope. Mm-hmm. Okay. This might be the favorite thing we had today. Easily. Wow. Very good. All right. Well, we'll just be here eating. Yeah. We're not even going to do an episode. Yep. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. I just brought a little straw so I can drink it now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. That's really good. So, mm-hmm. say the name one more time. What it's called, Emily? Because I can't get it Affogato. right. Affogato. Mm-hmm. So. And you can do a variety of versions. Basically, but. it's just ice cream with like a shot of espresso, or you could choose like a coffee liqueur, which is what I did. And then I would say like a cream. So like you could do uh, Bailey's Irish cream or no cream. And so, the way that this one paired really nicely is because it's, I think. A cherry amaretto, like with a coffee you flavored. Can't go wrong with that. And then the uh, Desiree or De- Desiree Dasani. Des- it's not Dasani. I have no idea. Because Dasani is water. Mm-hmm. 
It's a cream liquor. Whatever. We'll put it on. We'll have um, Katie look it up. Yeah. But it good. Real good. Guess, all right. All right. Here we go. I'm just like like <laughs> on a high. Today's episode is going to be a little bit more casual, a little bit more short. I thought it'd be kind of fun. So the first thing is, Emily, what are we feeling stuck on these days? Like in business, in life, what's going What? I don't know. All of it. Hmm. Um, well, okay. For those not in Minnesota, let me just give you a picture of the weather. It's snow, more snow, 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 snow. So I feel like, and very little sun. So personally, I'm like, not like in a low per se, but it's getting tough. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way. Like just the winter blues, like the blah, you know, yeah. feeling a little blah. Yeah, I feel I kind of feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like mm-hmm. we both had warm trips, which kind of rejuvenated us. Yes. But now, like coming back to more snow, I'm kind of over it. Exactly, like, really over it. Yeah, and just like thankfully, like I feel like leading up to the trip, I did not have much motivation, much inspiration. I was burnt out, um, and I was able to kind of like reset during that time. As mm-hmm. you, I know you were with your trip too. Yeah. Um. So now it's just like okay, hanging on to that motivation, hanging on to that like. I set a few new goals for just different things. And so just hanging on to those and trying to execute them while feeling blah. <laughs> I feel the same. I just, yeah. yeah, I kind of think this time of year, like March when there's still, I mean, there's like the snow is melting and then we got a shit ton of snow last week and then it snowed last night. And I'm just like, there's so much snow outside. It's yeah. like making me mm-hmm. depressed. Yep. <clears throat> so that's kind of how I feel. It's just tough. Yeah. So just hanging in there, you okay. know, getting to the other side of this blah season what are we excited about um our trip coming up yeah this, this weekend this will probably air after that trip so we'll probably have an episode about it but yep. i think you and i have a lot of like we have a women's worth conference that's basically meant to inspire us mm-hmm. and yeah. to motivate us into finding like our true purpose yeah. and yeah. our business so yeah I'm really looking forward to that. And it's in – well, we fly into Atlanta, but then we drive a couple hours to North Augusta, South Carolina. Correct. And it will be like 60 there. So I think that also will mentally make us just feel yeah. happier. And we're there yeah. for like four days. Four days. Almost five, it feels like. Yeah. So I'm – I've we've both been really looking forward to that and just – I think it's going to be really good. So hoping to get some inspiration and just some like revitalization. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So we are going to be looking at memes today to oh make gosh. us crack up, <laughs> okay. to like give us some laughter again. So I'm going to be pulling up memes, reading them, and then we're going to just like see how relatable they are to okay. us. Okay, let's do um, it. Let's do it. I mean, who doesn't love a good meme? I love a good meme. All right, so I'm going to be reading memes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like choking because we've literally inhaled the dessert <laughs> drink that we were having that I would highly recommend go run and get. It's so good. So I haven't decided if I'm going to read all the memes or pass them back and forth because I saved the ones that I, I'm reading. But Ooh, let's pass them. Yeah, we can pass. Okay. Um, so I'll start with the first one. Okay. When I see estheticians offering a dermaplane, microdermabrasion, and a chemical peel all together as a single treatment, but then they can't understand what caused their client's skin to be red, irritated, and broken out the next day. It's too much, David from Shit's Creek oh, I love him. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Who is doing that? I feel like some estheticians do do that. Like they just go too active, active, active. Oh, that is like 
a walking disaster. I think when I saw that, I was laughing because I have seen some estheticians offer like that many aggressive mm-hmm. services together. And I would say more clients are sensitive than not. Yeah. And exfoliation is great, you guys, for that cell turnover. We love it. But, you know, too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. Absolutely. And in this case, that's what's happening. Oh, my word. Aggressive. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) we will post these so you all can see them because this person's face is like, it's from the office. From the office. I don't know this guy's name, but um, office space. Sorry, from office, office space, oh, okay. not the office. Okay, office space. And then he's just like, mm, that's what it looks like. <laughs> um, when a client buys what she thinks is the same professional products that we retail in our spa from Amazon at one third of the cost, and then has the audacity to complain to you that it smells like cat piss and irritates her skin. <laughs> Gee, Susan, I wonder why. <laughs> I mean, that I feel like has happened. Yeah. Or they still, even though you told them not to buy something, they still buy it and then they have a reaction and you're, or they like say that the product didn't work or the product hurt their skin. You're like, yeah, I told you it would. But like they refuse to listen oh. and they want to like try it out themselves no matter what. Some people have to learn the hard way and you just have to let them do it. It's, yeah. I can't take it personally is nope. what my takeaway is. Exactly. Okay. Oh, funny. If you're wondering where we're getting this from, I follow um, the esthetician on the edge account, which if you're a regular client, you probably shouldn't follow. But if you are an esthetician, please do, because everyone needs like a safe space to just laugh. Yes. And so I picked ones that hopefully won't these are very too bad. These are very relatable. This one makes me laugh so hard because this is Emily in my life daily. So it's Jim Carrey sitting in a car eating his food really aggressively. <laughs> and it says... When I'm happily eating my lunch and scrolling the socials in the break area, but then hear the sound of footsteps approaching, the closed door, and the words, I'll see if she can take you early. Oh, my (laughs) word. Yes. I love my on-time clients, but I will tell you this. I feel so trapped sometimes when you show up 15, 20 minutes early, and, like, I was – like that was my I had my 15 minute window to eat like my only window to eat and I know like you're not telling me I have to start early but then I I like just feel this awkwardness of me like going from my studio to try to go to the break room to inhale my food yes. now then to like come back out where I have to go back to my room to like brush my teeth and then I have to grab you so I always just feel like really stressed about it oh my gosh it's horrible because you have that looming presence over you yeah and I know you're trying to be on time and I really appreciate that yes. but I was like oh my god and then I like laugh it's like I don't, I don't know. It just feels like without fail, it's like the day that I like have this window to eat, then it's like the next person comes so early. Yes. It's stressful. It is stressful. Yeah. So then you're slamming your food down. Can't even enjoy it. And you're like, and then the person like, sometimes there'll be somebody at the front desk at Morgan's and they'll be like, your next one's here. And I'm like, first I like panic, like, oh my God, yeah. did I fuck up their time? And I'm like, oh, she's like 20 minutes early. Like, yes, why I have here? this time to like, what I was going to do, like, flip my room and eat it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and you know what? I've just gotten to the point where I just do it. I'm like, you're 20 minutes early. Sometimes it's I'll take time again. Like it just depends on the situation. Yes. I'll take like, I'll take you. But a lot of times it was because that was my one lunch break. I won't. Right. Yeah. The anxiety depend. hits. Oh, geez. Okay. So this next one, 
<laughs> says new client. I subscribe to several YouTube skincare channels and follow like a lot of brand ambassadors for their favorite insider skincare tips and tricks. And then it has the visual of an esthetician. And then this is lady in this lanyard and she's like, oh, good. You know everything. <laughs> Like, okay, yeah, you, we, gosh, it, at least every few times when a new client comes in, I have to deal with this of like, well, okay, Miss Know-It-All, why are you here? Yeah. You know everything. You follow all the quote influencers. So why are you here? Clearly because it's not working for you. Mm-hmm. I also, I kind of sometimes like my clients that like don't have a clue what they're doing because like I feel like it's almost easier to teach somebody that doesn't have any bad habits. Yes. It's so much easier. But I also like do appreciate my clients that are excited about skincare, but sometimes, and I think maybe then it's more of like a nervous energy. They want to like not feel dumb. Yeah. When it comes down to it all, I think they're just like wanting you to know that they're not like idiots about skin. skin. But that's okay. A lot of like. We all are at some point. Girl. Yeah. yeah. No shame. No. I mean, we all started somewhere. Yeah. I like wasn't good at skin back in the no. day. No. So. Yeah. But it made me laugh because I was like, oh my God. It's relatable. <laughs> Client. I wash my face at night. Usually. Doesn't seem any point in doing it in the morning. I mean, all I did was sleep. My face doesn't get dirty from sleeping. So I'd just be wasting the cleanser. Esthetician. The chick's face. And she's like looking so appalled and then the comments like well since i'm looking at remnants of the mascara you had on yesterday and well as the foundation still singing your hairline I, i'm gonna say your nasty pillow puts your face through the ringer every day oh my gosh <laughs> oh the that was a little dirty it was a little dirty Ooh. <laughs> but washing your face i think is so important in the evening i think it's yes. almost like washing your face well in the evening is so smart because yeah. When you're sleeping, there's like really no levels of like strong cortisone going through your body. So your body's less stressed. And I feel like products have the time to penetrate into the skin. So a clean skin with the right treatment product and moisturizer paired on a clean pillowcase is going to make a world of difference than you telling me you kind of wash your face. You telling me you don't wash your face in the morning. Also, like people say, like, why should I wash my face in the morning? Not because there might be remnants of makeup from yesterday, but like if you did an active ingredient like a retinol in the evening and like whatever, and then you did sleep on a pillowcase, you sweat when you sleep. Yep. Um, there's still bacteria and germs, you yes. know, like it might may drool on your pillow. Yep. Like yep. you still need to rinse out those active. Also, your morning. hair. Your hair yeah. is on your pillow and there's so much oil, dirt, uh, debris in your uh, hair. There you go. So that's why everyone should wear like hair protective at night. So like again. Like you need to wash your face morning and night. Yes. And it doesn't mean using the same cleanser morning and night. Like I use a very gentle cream cleanser in the morning. And then I use more of a combination, sometimes two cleansers in the evening or like it just, again, I adjust it on what's on my face. Right. Mm -hmm. So oof, it didn't make a laugh though. (laughs) No kidding. Okay. The (laughs) next one. When I prep for a new facial client based on their email consultation form, but when they walk in, their skin looks nothing like they described, nor do I see any of the conditions <laughs> that were listed as a focus for the service. And it has David from Schitt's Creek going, damn it. <laughs> because I've had so many people like tell me like they have really like, they'll be like, either they book the most intense facial ever and they walk in and they're like a level one Fitzpatrick 
you know that the moment you touch their face, it's going to go like fucking red. Yes. So you're like, well, I guess I won't be doing any of these fun actives on them. No. Or two, they come in, they say that they have all this really bad acne and you're like, oh, I can't wait to do all the extractions. I have like all my extraction stuff out. And they come in and you're like, they don't even have, have pores. Right. Like, they have like the most perfect skin. skin. And I have, now I just have to like fluff this facial. Yeah. Boring. I know. <laughs> People have no awareness. I've learned, you know, it's, yeah. it's sometimes it's pretty off. It always is. Yeah. But that's okay. Um, I mean, that's, this is like, it's meant to be like a short, fun one. Do you have any <laughs> um, thoughts on this, Emily? Oh my gosh. I, it's so fun to follow certain accounts that like speak to estheticians because man, sometimes it can be a lonely place out there and you're experiencing all these things that you think is, it's just like, Am I the only one experiencing this? Am I the problem? Am I the problem? And in reality, no, you're not the only one experiencing that. Every one of us has such similar experiences. And sometimes you just need to laugh about what's going on or else you will be depressed. Yeah, this is a reminder to just laugh at yes. the dumb shit. You know, like sometimes like if I get a handful of cancellations, even though I've been book solid, I like just have to laugh because I'm just like, well, Oh, well. Oh, well. Like, yep. what am I going to do about it? It's not yep. the end of the world. And you're not the only one experiencing that this week. Other estheticians experience it too. Like, Clients you're... not listening to what you're telling them and yes. they're buying the wrong products. And it's just – and all, all of a sudden done, like, I really try to use laughter as a way to just be like, it's fucking ridiculous. Processing. Life is crazy. Yes, it is. And so – to have some of these um, funny outlets to just kind of laugh about is really healthy. And yeah. um, I'm glad that we're not alone in our experiences because it's wild, wild west out there sometimes. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, we all have crazy stories. Yeah. These are just ones that popped that I thought like I could share. Yeah. So. No, I love it. <laughs> That's all I got. Um, this is short and sweet. sweet. I feel like you guys, um, this episode will probably get aired early April and then we'll go into like spring season. So, I mean, if there's like episodes or things that you want us to hear, like hear about, yeah, like leave us a message, leave us a voice message, send us an email, leave us a review on our podcast because I feel like our goal this year is to bring you more guest interviews, more interactions. And like, we need to hear from you what you guys want to hear. Yeah. We want to hear from you. Please let us know. Yeah. Like what do you feel like you want to learn yeah or be exposed to or, or what do you relate to that you want us to talk about um, yeah just yeah give us your thoughts people give us your thoughts and if you're enjoying our podcast this is your reminder that reviews are amazing because they help other like-minded individuals yep. find our podcast helps grow our followers and so um if you haven't left us a review please do it means a lot to us it really does yeah it goes a long way um and yeah we just you know hope we can keep bringing you guys good content yes. that's all i got like i'm keeping it short and sweet today love it, love so. it. okay guys have Cheers. a great week hey it's mel here did you like today's episode i hope you did and if you did if you could take the time to leave us a review via our podcast that would be amazing there is a section below um after you've listened to the show that you can rank our show and you can also write us a message of what you thought of the show, that would be great because the more reviews we get, it allows other people to find us more easily on this platform. And we want to keep creating content for you. And in order to do so, we need the love and support. So if you can take the time today to leave us a review, we would appreciate it. And we hope to hear from you.